0: Well, hello, hello, Paula Syskanik here, and we are live. I'm very excited, very excited about this. I am so excited to meet some new people. I know I've been um, letting in a bunch of new members to the community, and I'm excited. A lot of new homeschoolers are joining us. Um, So here I am, see me in my attic here. (laughs) Uh, Give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. Sometimes if you can't hear me, I'll go look at the chat um you just have to refresh refresh is going to be your hero uh sometimes that's you know just refresh the screen and you'll see at the bottom there's a little mute button so if basically the way this works is you're just going to hear me i'm going to share my screen and do a little bit but we can talk to each other in the chat There's something really magical and sweet about being live and talking to each other. Great to see you, Julianne. So go ahead, pop in the chat, say hello. Um, Yeah, get to know the emojis. I love the emojis. Maybe you can even find some of the fun ones. Um, I'm not a major like live video kind of person, but I know this audience is so awesome that you're going to be forgiving (laughs) if I glitch up or... You know something goes awry for a minute but it anyway, be good good so um yeah brit okay you sent you're from victoria so i know that's on the other side from where i am i am in delaware on the east coast mid-atlantic so right there between mm, about half an hour from philadelphia two hours from the dc area i did manage to take an iPad, my husband's iPad, so I think I'll be able to share my screen and be able to see the chat at the same time because that's really where I want to interact with you, I'll be able to ask some questions and so this is all about all about homeschool success and what better time than February when we're just about at the end of the month going to start Lent and just about going to start, you know, um uh, you know, thinking about next year's homeschooling. I, I, as I said, I've recently know that there's a lot of parents <clears throat> who are going to be new to homeschooling this year. Uh, all you have to do is just Google homeschooling, and you will see public school and private school enrollments are going down, and homeschooling is going up. And you have just found yourself in the amazing Catholic homeschool community because I personally know we've been here since July, 2020. The people here are just so loving, so supportive, and I'm just so glad that you're here today. So great, sunny Florida. Yacinta, great to see you. Yay. Hello. I see some familiar names in there. So good. You can make it. Hi from Northern Virginia. Diane, thank you. And Yoslin, you have a nice big thumbs up. Thank you for using that emoji there. And um, so for those of you who don't know me yet, my name is Paula Siskanik. I am the founder and the host of the Catholic homeschool community. I am a mom. (laughs) I got married 35 years ago to my husband. He was actually that invitation back into the church because I'm also a revert both of us. It was that beautiful invitation. And boy, when you say yes to God, Uh, Things happen amazing. Um, That yes turned into the yes of seven beautiful children, three in heaven, but uh, seven of our children all grown and launched from my very real homeschool here. Not perfect, but very real. And I'm now a grandmother to six. Three of my seven are married. Um, Just exciting. My kids are doing exciting things. I'm very, very um, humbled and honored that I got to be there to savor those moments as they grew up. And my hope is that I can pass this forward to you in the sense that maybe you can avoid some of the things I did wrong. (laughs) So anyway, what I'm going to do, let's see, let's get, it looks like we've got a nice crowd here, everybody. Um, I'm just going to give, usually, you know, sad to say, but we homeschoolers, it's like one of the things that is really hard for us to do is (laughs) due dates and timelines and things like that. And so I know from other events, I usually like to um, give people a little chance to get in, but it gives us a good chance to warm up too. And so, anyway, without further ado, let me see if I can actually do this, which is I have this handy little presentation. So we'll go on camera, off camera, and we'll be able to uh, talk to each other through the chat. So again, on the side, you'll see the chat and uh, be able to just ask me questions, comment in the middle of this. Let's keep this totally casual. Okay. So let me share the screen. We'll just take a minute. And um, there we go. And let's see if that's going to work. Okay. And we're going to do this on reading view. So let's see if it all pops up. Let me know. Okay, great. Maria is saying hello from Northern California. I know that things are a little bit slow here, so let me know <laughs> if you. Great, perfect. Okay, I know on my. Um, I'm looking at my iPad, which seems to be slightly delayed, and hopefully my voice isn't slightly delayed. <laughs> but anyway um, what you should be seeing is the first slide, which is the one on let's homeschool the blueprint for homeschool success. And you'll see a little picture of me in the corner. Um, so let's hopefully, let's get that all up and running. Okay. So yeah, that's where I say the tech, everybody can see the screen. Um, if you can see the screen, hopefully that helps us to go through the, the topic. It kind of helps me to remember what to say, What points I want to bring up. So I'm hoping that that's going to come up for you guys as well. And maybe you can let me know in the chat. Is it coming up? Um, Okay. Alrighty. Let's see if we can. um, I'm going to actually turn. Stop sharing for a minute. All right, great. So how did that go? Were you able to see my screen? Let me know in the chat, um, because it looks like, as I said, I can't really tell on my iPad what's going on. <laughs> so things are kind of slow. It was good. All right, good. Well then let me do that again. I'm going to share my screen and, uh, we're going to go to this, uh, window here, my PowerPoint slides. Yes. Yes. See my screen. Great. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Good. Good. All right. So hopefully you should see this in a minute. It should show up. It's let's homeschool the blueprint for homeschool success. And the reason why I really wanted to do this, as I said, now is because it's really the time when most of us are feeling extremely overwhelmed. We're even doubting maybe why we're doing this homeschooling thing. Um, So before, without further ado, what we're going to do is pray. <laughs> Just like in all things, pray, pray, pray. In fact, before I got on live, I went on a walk and I prayed a rose in the divine mercy, especially for all your intentions. So let's begin with one of these. This is one of my favorites, uh, the St. Teresa bookmark prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let nothing disturb you, nothing frighten you. All things are passing. God never changes. Patience obtains all things nothing is wanting to him who possesses god god alone suffices so what does a successful homeschool look like you know i think that for most of us most of us and and now we're getting a lot of second generation homeschoolers but most of us have really no idea what homeschool should look like um really and especially all of you who are starting right from the beginning from scratch you're like i have no idea Um, I'm scared about this. I'm feeling the tug from God to do this, but I have no idea what to do. So we ask questions. And these are real questions, real people. Like Rachel asked, how do you know that you're not messing your children's education up and that they're actually learning what they need to know? Katie asks, what are the most important areas to focus on in a large family so that all remains doable and yet prepares the students aptly for high school and beyond. And Marlene asks, well, how do I balance my need to check that lesson off that list and meet my kids where they are, especially if they are far from doing anything on that list? Well, I'm sure many of you, and you could just put in the chat, yep, if any of those resonate with you, I have a whole long list of questions and most of them all go around this idea of, well, how do I know what to do and when to do it? And how can I balance a family? And how can I get my whole life done? And am I even qualified to do this? So before we get into all of that, I'd like for you to just pause and be able to just imagine. Okay, imagine because homeschooling looks nothing like school, even though it's got the word in it. It's school at home, but it is not the traditional brick and mortar school model. And the sooner you can imagine something, and I like to call it reimagining education, the better that you're going to be open to the possibilities of of things that are out there, all the opportunities that are out there, and you're going to be able to see with new eyes and stop playing the comparison game of thinking, well, I'm not doing what my neighbors are doing. I'm not doing enough because that's what they do in school. So let's just begin by imagining and reimagining school. I love this picture. Hopefully you can see it, as I said, I know. Maybe it's delayed, but it's delayed on my iPad. Anyway, there's a picture of this boy. He's opening up a book. And I really, I I know that it sounds really super simple, but books and a child's ability to really love reading. Well, that sets the stage for so much in the world so much in the world is an open discovery and and i really think as a culture we're so, we're losing that i i mean i go to the library and there are no more children at the library not to mention all the horrendous books that are at my public library but you know the idea is that learning is about wonder and discovery and it's really about a child's ability to just open up their world to the point that they can actually start to feel the possibilities of what God has, what strengths, what passions are inside of them and how God wants them to serve him in this world. So let's just imagine that we wake up in the morning, not dreading the day, you know, that you're going to actually look forward to another adventure to experience with your children. And that you too will learn and grow from the precious gifts of these people placed in your life, your children. You will see your children's confidence and eagerness when they engage with family, friends about the things they're learning, enjoying, exploring, and doing. They're willing to share all of this with everybody that they meet. You will experience your children's servant heart. As they themselves leave your nest and become parents, they too will want to pass wonder, joy, discovery forward to their children. You know, this is something that I'm witnessing right now as a grandmother, seeing this next generation, seeing how my children are approaching a love of learning with their children. And recently, I'm also have been interviewing many, many of the members in our community and speaking one-on-one with them. And there are lovely, lovely stories, one family after another, where they are seeing their children engage with other people in a sense of wanting to share the joy of their learning. Because you see, as a parent, you are an educator and you know your children better than anybody else. The best education for your children actually begins with you. You are much more in control of your children's education than you think you are. And that is quite empowering to know. It isn't that you have to go to some authorities or some experts. There are things that you know innately about your child and what I'm asking you to do is not only reimagine education But really get in touch with trusting your gut on that as well because as this is from the letters to families from pope saint john paul ii he says parents are the first and most important educators of their own children and they also possess a fundamental competence in this area they are educators because they are parents you know that's something that really came about later and i would say part of the the Vatican II, when all of that came about, it was really this emphasis. And I, I, I'm doing the catechism in the year, you know, right now with uh, Father Mike Schmitz. And it's such a lovely, beautiful thing. I've studied the catechism through the years as I've homeschooled my children uh, from K to 12. There, We used it often in our high school, especially in our high school religion lessons. Um, it, I found homeschooling was an, it was really for my own growth in many ways. And so I, especially as a revert to the faith, took those opportunities. And, you know, as we're going through the catechism over and over again, it's again realizing that you have a mission. God is calling you, and he's calling you in a special mission. Trust in that call. so, I didn't trust in those first years. I didn't see there's my three, my three daughters. I have four boys, three girls, and there's one where we just had celebrated uh, our, you know, we lived the liturgical year and there we are. We made our King's cake and King's hats (laughs) for the three Kings. And, you know, I never really looked at the unique needs of my family. I figured if I was compliant to the state regulations, to a, any, lesson plans or guides, then that would give me confidence, right? It was never about the curriculum first. Confidence. And here you can see my children again, my daughter, Anne, who's dressed as a Quaker in this picture. When you see that slide there, you'll see she's hugging her sisters and her brother. Um, She is now, I will say, she is graduated, got her master's in history, that love of history never left her. It started, it was planted in the seeds of our homeschooling when she was allowed to really explore that interest. And we did immersive living history lessons. And uh, she is now a manager at the National Constitution Center where there are you know hundreds of thousands of people go through there to learn about the Constitution. And she's managing those tours and programs and educational problems. And, you know, it's just a wonder. I'm in awe, in awe of the goodness of God to give me that ability to help have that freedom to be able to direct their curriculum. And, you know, the thing that really made me confident was walking with other parents, you know, other parents on this homeschool journey. You see, the problem lies in the fact that nobody has ever been able to show you just how to unleash this beautiful capability you have. You are more than capable. Yes, yes. I see Marilyn. Yeah, you were listening. I see to Father Mike's podcast too with your son. It's beautiful. Yes. Oh, Maria, if you have to leave, no problem. This will be recorded. So um, yeah, you know, share with me in the chat. You know, have you been feeling, you know, kind of um, overwhelmed, feeling that maybe you're not capable? I want to assure you of that, but it's not just me, the community. This is that first big announcement. And the first big announcement that I alluded to to get you to come here is that we have this beautiful Catholic homeschool community. And many of you are right here on this community. Many of you just joined our community is not social media. And I'm going to say that again, our community is not social media. Now, when we started community in 2020, it was always a hope and dream of mine that whenever I I felt alone, that I needed a place to turn to. And I lived in Delaware, there were, you know, again, still, there weren't many families to reach out to, but there was, Soul Sisters in Christ that I got connected to and they were a phone call away. And in my day, it was a phone call. In your day, it's now you can reach out to each other via this beautiful technology that we have that we're communicating with each other on this chat. And the thing is, social media has been designed to just keep you there, to mindlessly scroll, to waste time, to feel dejected or depressed by the images of perfection. And you'll see on my next slide, one of those images of perfection. It's no, please don't take any offense if this does look like your homeschool, but this certainly never looked like my homeschool. My homeschool was not color coordinated. There were no neat little boxes and trays and everything put in its neat place. No, we actually had a cupboard in our dining room that was a hand-me-down. It had empty shelves in it that we put our school books for that year so that the books can then be hidden. We homeschooled from the dining room and a coffee table in our living room. Um, That was it. Uh, We had certain boxes tucked away that were just school games or puzzles, but it's certainly, if I were to go on Instagram or go to Facebook, I always felt depressed that my homeschool and what was going on in my home never matched that idea. Our community is created with a purpose. It's created to nourish and sustain you in your call to holiness. Yes, your call to holiness and your tug to homeschool, that's all interconnected. It is. Our community is the Catholic homeschool community. There are many beautiful homeschooling things out there, but you know what's really special about the Catholic homeschool community is that central tie to our faith. We're building Catholic culture through our homeschool journey. That is really something incredibly powerful because unlike social media, which is really they are set to destroy and break down this community, this platform, Catholic homeschool community where you are right now is about building each other up. It's about reinforcing our call to holiness. It's about helping to support each other in that daily mission that God has called us on. And it has called us to also be evangelizers. This is different. You have a safe place to gather. You have a safe place to ask for support to seek out friends and mentors, and to knock at the door of discovery and wonder. You know, because the key to lifelong, sustainable learning for your children is the confidence for and the confidence for you as you, like me, launch your children into the world is to have a blueprint to follow and a community to sustain you. And you know, this community is all about it really is about, I see, Teresa, thank you for that heartfelt, see, I understand even my husband's not supportive of homeschooling. He wants to put them in public school, trying not to pay attention to the negativity. Um, one of the things, and we'll go through that later, is I'm going to talk about this in a minute, is central to why you're homeschooling. And I had a very, very dear friend, Teresa, who for many years, her husband did not support her, but it was something she felt very, very strongly about and yet again it was something that she and the children prayed for her f- husband was not yet catholic at the time and it make a very long 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 journey story was that her husband one easter as they were homeschooling converted to the faith and it was through the prayers of her children constantly praying for her now now i'm not saying that's the case for you because dads are really really uh, want to make sure that their kids you know they're wired to be provider protectors I want my children to be you know ready to launch into the world with a job and be able to be be who God wants them to be how can we possibly do that and in this day and age there is no question and tons of evidence and tons of support to say it's quite the contrary homeschooling and reimagining education can f- provide confident citizens who are not little mindless, you know, go followers, but are people who are actually leading society towards a culture of life. And so that's really huge. That's huge. And you're not alone in that, you know, and I know, uh, Yoselin, you say sometimes you feel like you're not doing enough, right? Oh my gosh. Because family around disapproves that happened to me too. So let's talk about culture. And that's the reason why you're here in this community and why I really, really, really hope that you will take the time to introduce yourself, say who you are, where you live, reach out to other members. There are groups within the community. And I really hope that you engage in that because culture is made up of people, languages, beliefs, customs, ideas, behaviors, tools, and techniques. Those are all things that make up culture. But our Catholic homeschool community is actually, in effect, a culture evangelizer, right? Because what we're doing, who are the people? The community members. Loving, supportive, amazing members. Our language, the language we speak is Eucharistic and sacramental. And that's that. Never take that for granted. That is absolutely such an incredible, special gift that we are centered on that does not exist in any other communities that you can find that really cater to Catholic homeschooling. Our beliefs are our Catholic faith front and center. It's something that when, again, I was interviewing all these families, and you guys all know this, I'm sure raise your little hands for the icons there or the emojis is what's the most important thing you want from your homeschool is for your children to be raised in the faith. Is for them to be able to, you know, and I will say our children have free will, but to plant those seeds, the foundations, that is ultimately what we're called to, to be the primary educators of our children in the faith, not in STEM and engineering and all those other things that we think are so important. But in the faith, and that's what makes our little community so special. Our customs are that we live the liturgical year in our domestic churches. Our ideas are that we're reimagining education through our homeschooling. And the behaviors that we're exhibiting are the things like you're doing here with me. We're discovering, we're wonder, we're sharing, we're encouraging, we're guiding, and we're supporting each other. And what are the tools and techniques we use? We use the content in there, courses for those who want to Dig deeper, you can do some courses. And we also have uh, communities that, if you, uh, the Thrive community, which is if you want even more weekly, daily type of community, you can have that as well. And events, events just like this one, which we will continue to have and uh, through this. So, together we're better. And I love this. I really want to share what Amy has said about her experience being here in the community. I learned that taking care of myself was just as important as getting them going during the day. I started being more intentional about my morning routines and theirs. We worked a lot on the flow of our day, but I didn't get upset when it didn't really work out quite the way we planned. I think the most was that that helped me is to remember that the struggle is the same for us all with respect to going against the grain and actually homeschooling. It helps to know that I'm not alone. And even though we are different, we all doubt that things are going as we should. And in the day to day, wondering, is this the right choice? And I say, yes. So what does a successful homeschool look like? So I've been, I homeschooled my children 25 years, K to 12, Launch them into all the world. They are all doing things, contributing to society in, in the areas that they are most they were most talented in, from a horticulturist to, as I said, the history person to my son, who's a photographer, photographing uh the experiments of missiles. <laughs> it's just pretty amazing when you open up that world. And through that, what I discovered was what I call the Catholic Homeschool bloop okay and this is where especially if you're thinking about you know uh, next year and you're thinking about really really taking to heart reimagining education this is the fastest easiest path that i have found and i have taught hundreds and hundreds of families through through the years of consulting uh one-on-one with families it begins by tapping into your family's big why why am i doing this um and we if, you know, um, I do have the Catholic homeschool blueprint and we'll talk about that in a minute, but really it's foundationally, I just wanna leave you here with this whole idea that if you take time with your spouse through prayer and really talk about what education should look like, what is educational success like? Think about the unique members of your family, talk about your past experiences and together actually write down what is our big why, write it down. Put it on a wall, keep it near you to remind you of why. Why was God tapping you on the shoulder and said, I think you need to homeschool? The second, which really is, I say it's a cornerstone because this is the one that changes everything for many, many, many families. Time and time again, I hear people talk about this. It's the one goal per year per child. And I mean, one. This is the one area where you will have in a 12, you know, nine months, 12 months, take a small dose of time, not like forever. What's the one goal this year? I want to see that child. Is it to to read a chapter book? Is it to learn multiplication? Is it to learn to be more generous? Is it to learn to some of the virtues in terms of understanding uh, honesty (laughs) or generosity? Then what you do, once you know your why, once you know your goals, then you go then and only then start planning your curriculum and again i have some planning guides for that i have a free little planning guide that's always available but it really gives you an idea benchmark of what subjects how much and you will see there's a lot of freedom in that but you cannot do all of this unless you take care of yourself and taking care of yourself is first and foremost having a relationship with god having a relationship with others who are working on that journey with you and being able to be open to that, to to this idea that homeschooling is not school, something we do separately, but it's actually part of our life. It's actually a lifestyle. And then mentorship. It's kind of what I'm doing right now with you is, you know I have a lot of veteran homeschool moms. They come into the community. We run events like Catholics Homeschool Week and we share our experiences and happy, happy, happy to do so. That's that mentorship and community is what we're doing now. So very much those are the five stages. So that's what your homeschool six, you know, a successful homeschool looks like you every year revisit that big why you decide on what ye, what those one goals are going to be for each one of your children. And then once you've done that, you're going to create the journey you're going to take on for that year making sure that you are connected and you're taking care of yourself. The things we focus our efforts on with a proven plan and experienced mentors to guide us will improve exponentially. I love it. And why? Because God's grace. God's grace infuses. It's like, I, I love to think of him. It's like when I say yes, whoosh, he's blown up that big, huge hot air balloon and lifting me off the ground to places I don't know, but they end up being incredibly wonderful. So my mentors sustained me in the day to day. They were my guides along the way. They prayed with me and for me. They were just, you know, you see, like me, I'm a pilgrim on the same life journey as you. I'm just a little further down the road, but we all have a shared vision and a shared mission, and I'm happy and honored to pay it forward with you in the Catholic homeschool community. Announcement two, yay. February 8th to the 16th, I'm going to do something really special. I haven't done this before, and I'm really excited about it. It's called the Catholic Homeschool Blueprint Week, and this is going to be an entire week. Now, you'll see the 8th is actually a Wednesday to the 16th, which is a Thursday. It hooks around the weekend on purpose so that for eight days, you will have ample time to walk together with fellow homeschoolers going through the Homeschool Blueprint, which I talked about, that blueprint, those five stages. We have a course <clears throat> in the community. And if you're interested and you feel the time is right for you, you can take the course and we're going to go do that together. In the course, what we do is we do deep dives on defining your big why. We start by identifying, taking stock of where you are now, what worked, what didn't work. Then we're going to really workshop that, that one goal by praying talking with our spouse, asking our children. Then we're going to plan out our curriculum. Yup, we're going to spend time doing that. And then we're also going to talk about what does it mean to really care for ourselves? What does it mean to have a different mindset change, you know, kind of detox from school? And remember to celebrate things, to understand that we have a lot of wins. You know, sometimes we look at all the things we're not doing. And then to connect. Connect with each other like we're doing right now. So, if you want to join us in that week again on February eighth, you'll have instant access. There are four modules. There are actually actually eight different videos. Um, some are about fifteen minutes. Some are like half an hour. There's audio versions and transcripts, and and there's also um, just so you can you can watch a video or you can listen to the audio. You can just plug yourself in, and then there's some get it done, worksheets, all of that is available instantly. And then what we're going to do each, each you know, part of that is I'm going to do four study hall live hours where we work in Zoom, one-on-one, working through your particular problems and getting stuff done and being able to make you feel totally confident and ready to either tweak this semester or really get yourself well set up laid out for the next semester. You'll have also, um, we'll do a bonus talk that week as well. And you're going to have access to the other members in the group, because like I said, we learn so much from each other. One of the things I discovered was that, you know, especially here too, and I want you guys get ready for questions. We're going to do questions soon. Usually when you have a question, there's 20 other people who have the same question. So we learn from each other. And also, people have different situations. And the willingness of this amazing community to share those experiences is just just so profound. Again, it's that grace, that grace to yes, to our family circumstances, and to just being on that journey together. So uh, these are two people who've gone through the blueprint. Uh, Jennifer's win was that her She said, my curriculum ordered. I learned that to simplify greatly decreases the busywork. This has been so life-changing in the knowledge that all the plans I made are flexible, designed for my children, and include priorities of my family life. I spent more time on planning this year than ever, and it has given me peace. And Marie's big win was The big why, and being able to focus on one goal per child. I love the ideas to simplify the curriculum with four kids and also around the one goal per child. As I said, one of the things I really, really want you to know is that um, we as parents and especially moms, and I know it's mostly moms, sorry if there's any dads here, but we really don't give ourselves permission very often we don't give ourselves permission to take the time to plan. And In order for us to really be able to care for our children, it isn't about getting all the stuff done that somebody else tells you to do. It's about looking at your family, making your own plans, and giving yourself permission to actually, on a weekly, monthly time, look over those plans or ready yourself for them and part of that can even just be learning how to fit in exercise and prayer time and one of the things profound things we have found over the again in the community over these three years is that when we have somebody else doing it right alongside us we get it done and we make it a habit and we feel so So encouraged and supported and loved in that process. You know, it's almost like when you you say to yourself, Oh, yeah, I'm gonna start this whole new exercise regime. Well, you know how hard it is if it's just you trying to do it by yourself. But what if you recruited other people or joined a group in such a way that we actually work together? You know, one of the most profound things we do together is we do a, a huddle, literally are on Zoom with each other huddling down sharing the win and then being able to just hunker down for one hour and get stuff done it's amazing it's it's really it's it's such a gift for all of us and it's something that we all look forward to so please do remember you have support and uh, this is one of my favorite co- quotes again from Pope St John Paul II it's important that families attempt to build bonds of solidarity amongst themselves Yes, that's what we're doing in this beautiful Catholic culture building community, because this allows them to assist each other in the educational enterprise. Parents are educated by other parents and children by other children. We have a Pope, a Saint telling us this, not just Paolo's words, (laughs) but a Pope's telling us. So I love this image. It is, it's one, please let it stay with you. Put on your oxygen mask first. Then you will be even more able to be able to help your children, to answer the call to holiness, answer the call to be the primary educator of your children in the faith. And I'll leave you with this last one here. So beautiful. I picked this image because it's, it's it's you know, Pope St. John Paul II. As he showed us in his weakness, his weak body, the strength of the faith in God and what that can do. And he gives us this. I plead with you, never, ever give up on hope, never doubt, never tire, and never become discouraged. Be not afraid. And I hope that you all will take that to heart yourself. Be not afraid. God is with you. And may God bless you all abundantly. And I thank you. Thank you so much for listening for this time. And now I'm going to stop sharing. And hello, I'm back again. So I would love to hear. We've got, I'll take a few minutes now um, for any questions. In fact, somebody did type in a question and I wrote it down. So I'm going to go ahead. And while you get yourself settled, and I'm going to take a sip of water. Oh. So again, the two things, the two big announcements was one is that our, our new community um, is just designed right now. It's designed uh, and you go in there, those who've been there before will notice a bunch of changes. It's streamlined in such a way that's improving us to build culture. And that second announcement is that starting February 8th, which is uh, Wednesday the 8th, next week, We'll be starting our office hours on um, Catholic Blueprint Week. Uh, There'll be a post in the community. There'll be emails as well inviting you. So, you know, you have the whole week to think about it. See if you actually want to join us. So this was from a mom who said, I'm new to homeschooling, starting homeschooling, twin stepsons in the fall. Any advice to new homeschool moms gearing up to take on this exciting adventure? Yay, it is exciting. Any good suggestions for how to help a stepson who's in fifth grade, struggling with reading and writing. Thank you and God bless. Yeah, um, you know, I have a few ideas on that. And this is this is one of those things that it's kind of hard to answer when we're not, you know, sitting one-on-one. And in those office hour sessions, we would, we'd be in a Zoom call seeing each other, but I will assume a few things. One is, generally speaking, and I've seen this happen a lot, twins may not be the case. Please, you know, forgive me if I jump to this conclusion, but a lot of times twins are premature. So either one or both of them have a delayed learning. Um, That's not unusual. That's usually pretty much the way I've, again, homeschooled many, many families. And that's the case. Well, when you homeschool, yay, we don't have to pay attention to grades. So we really pay attention to mastery learning. I tell the story again also about my daughter who was really didn't learn to read till she was nine. Now, fifth grade, of course, you're probably, let's say, fifth grade, you're 8, 9, 10, maybe tw- uh, 11, 12 years old. And so they're really, if they're still struggling with reading and writing, it can feel very devastating for them. And they can start to see people around them. And especially if they have a twin who is taking off on reading, that becomes very increasingly difficult. That would be that one goal for that child and really I would streamline the entire curriculum around the ability to really get success reading. Um, now, there's several things that are gonna be happening with that as well. One is you always wanna rule out any kind of physical limitation. So um, going to the eye doctor, Something like that, making sure it's not physically a problem that's making it laborious. Is there something with their eyesight? Is it perhaps they have a problem with um, dyslexia? Any of those things. There are plenty of resources around, plenty of programs around. If you need those recommendations, you can always direct message me in the community um, to help with those specific needs. But I would really pare down, like I really would keep many of the subjects to read aloud family style even history and science, even religion, and just really concentrate on trying to get that fifth grader to, to master reading on their own and actually finding subjects that they love. Once they're reading, then the writing comes. Uh, very often if they're in a school system and they're shifting, they just keep moving, moving along. And very often they have arbitrary things. They actually start them doing, um, you know, like book reports, which are, Again, not a great way to teach kids how to write, (laughs) and uh, they really don't pay attention to the natural stages of learning, and learning really occurs when you start reading, and then once you start reading, you start the spelling and the writing. So I hope that helps. Anybody have any other questions Um, in the chat? And I really want to thank you, everybody. I see um let's see sometimes let's see we have yes julianne my husband and both sense of grandparents are supportive yay as long as homeschool looks like oh like a typical classroom i know that and that's really hard and that's one of those things where we have to we actually in grace can speak with our family and say you know i really really appreciate because i know you love my your grandchildren you love me too and this may seem unusual to you that we're not a classroom but you know that I want what's best for the children too. I have their best interest at heart. And again, we live in the luxury of time that this is not something novel. It's not like, you know, 50 years ago. We have plenty of proof to show those grandparents. Um, that's why I also love when I'm homeschooling, we do things like um, sharing those experiences with grandparents. You know, my parents also were very, very hesitant. Um, I came from a family of a lot of teachers um, and I had parents who wanted me to, you know, they said some things that really, really in many ways um, made it very difficult in those early years. It was constantly a a, a dig and a no comfort, no support, and yet years later, they are just overwhelmed by the grandchildren so there is a little of dying to self in in our choice and but god supports you through that and and that's really what i say i was i felt supported by the lord i felt that um it's not something tangible that we can just present to the kids we we just have to have patience of time and isn't that kind of like Again, the beauty of being Catholics and the fullness of our faith is we believe in God. We believe in everything He tells us. So it's in that same way we believe that that we are called to be their parents, and in that, and that we're trusting the Lord. Doesn't mean we're doing it perfectly, but He will take our good intentions, infuse it with His grace, and our children will come out of that other end knowing their faith and knowing about themselves and the big hearts that they have for serving him in this world. Yes. So yes, Lynn, you saying you feel like that because your mom and my both feel like I'm doing, going to mess up the children. And it really is a powerful witness to dying to self and just saying, you know, being, because we still, you know, I still, here I am 63 years old, and I still want my mom and dad's approval. Isn't that, the case. We all want to be, you know, approved. And yet we have to really hold firm to that in the confidence that yes, we're going to do the best we can. And we may not, we may choose things wrong and wrong, regret some of those decisions, even in our homeschooling, but in the big scheme of things, it is about dying to self and being able to. Yep the Catholic way on the path to the cross with Jesus. And that's really what it's all about. And that's that's what I love about our Catholic homeschool communities. We we have the same language. And when we talk about how suffering has redemption, maybe that suffering of not getting the approval of your family is doing some redemptive work that we may never know about. You know, He God doesn't intentionally make us suffer. He doesn't want that to happen. But he understands when we're willing to give him everything, that he he really takes it and infuses it and raises it up. So I just want you to know that you're not alone. This is a, a safe place for you to talk about those things because it is, it is very real. And especially, I know we have families in the community that are all over the world. We're homeschooling like they're the only ones homeschooling. So they need you guys. So when you go in the community, do please introduce yourself, help people to know that you're there, that you're supporting them. You know, um, it really makes a difference. Um, One of the sweet moms in our community um, just... It's got little ones everybody around her said, what are you doing? They think it's the most unusual thing. But her her spouse had said to her, you are doing such a good job with the children. And it was just like, so incredible, you know, incredible to be able to, to know that somebody's recognizing that. And you will find that love here. Absolutely. Marilyn, what I did at the beginning is to keep an area of the house that looks like a classroom to keep grandparents happy. (laughs) That's great. better than arguing. Well, that's a great, see what I mean? We help each other out. Now that is so great. You may never even use that spot, but it like, look like school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're covering, you know, um, there's that whole issue of grades. I I love that. They used to always come around. What grade are you in? Well, my kids sometimes would be like, you know, third grade math, but you know, seventh grade reading, you know, (laughs) just like, I tailored the curriculum to their needs, knowing that they will master it in their time when God is calling them that time, right? And so the thing about that is that by doing that, you know, there aren't any grade per se, but they were moving at their natural paces that were really, I have that luxury to do that and I can see the fruits of that. So, can so many families homeschool before? But everybody wants to put people in a little box and say, What grade are you in? And so, you know, very often it is, we used to just kind of yes it. Oh, yes, they're in fifth grade. Oh, yes, they're in fourth grade. Whatever grade that their age was, we would kind of just fudge that. <laughs> so, very, very good. I know, you know, my first years, I did make my classroom which is funny. You see a map in my picture over there. And then you do see my picture of St. John Paul II over there. We're on a mission from God, um, because that gave us such inspiration. Um, the map is because I have several children who absolutely love, love geography and all of that. This This is my little workspace right now. And so I still have remnants of that. But anyway, uh, Pamela. Hey, Pamela. Good that you joined here. We found it helpful to invite the grandparents to come over for music performances and poetry recitations. Awesome. We also invited them to read books like The Well-Trained Mind, Designing Your Own Classical Curriculum. My mother even joined me at homeschool conference. That's a great idea too. I mean, meeting other families at homeschool, that, that is powerful. We We always made a big deal of our children's sacraments. So we always had uh, parties. And this is where all the family that didn't approve of homeschooling was invited to meet other families that homeschooled too. And that also made a huge, huge difference. After many years, the grandparents became our biggest champions once they understood what we were doing and saw the fruits. And that's so true, Pamela. That's exactly what happened in my family as well. And, and I will say that uh, just for many people, Even for myself, um, when I first found out about homeschooling, it was because I I met teenage kids that were homeschooled, and it was like, whoa, there is something different about these kids. You know, there is really something special. Like, they're actually able to converse with an adult and people of different ages and pay attention to my little children. And they're just engaged and conversational. And I'm like, there's something really special about these people. And I want my kids to have that. <laughs> and so there's nothing like the testimonial of your children being the leaven in the world. So very, very good. Well, Um, Any questions, anything else you want to share? Otherwise, we're going to kind of wrap this up, and I really, really look forward to meeting you all, having you introduce each other. Um, As I said, the community, um, just go in there. You can post right in there, right away. Hi. Introduce yourself. There are groups in there, too. There's a group for unschoolers, for Charlotte Masons, for special needs, which are our superpower kids. And then we do have the Thrive Support Group, which is the group uh, we'll be opening that up soon. And we're doing this Blueprint Week, which is a course. We have that course. I also have a history family style course in there, too. Yes, there is a course uh, cost for the Blueprint Week and the Blueprint Print week, which is the course itself, is uh $197, but we also do have an installment plan. So it you can pay for it at $99 and then two payments of $75.50 each. So either you save $50 bucks if you place your order, you know, you enroll at the $197, or you can do it in an in installment plan as well. So that's for the blueprint. That's a deeper dive. Not everybody's ready for it, but also. In May, I will be doing the blueprint. I think, you know, we're going to probably do it in May. And again, sometime in the summer, maybe August, we'll run it again. So it won't be because I know (laughs) it happens in waves. Uh, Our lives, you know, there's a season to everything. There is. Um, That's a really beautiful thing that we have seasons to things so you know you may not be in that season right now that you need some deeper dive in a course your season may be i just need to be in the community and connect with other people i need to get my feet wet so that's where i hope that we can meet you where you are and with what you need uh rachel said sometimes i post a question don't get any answers where's the best place to post a question so Um, this is where, uh, the community comes in and you see Rachel wants to hear from you. Yay. So the best place, and that's why this is now the new community. And maybe, um, you know, again, I'll do a little demo. One of the things I'm going to do next week is welcome new members, but I'm going to make it just like give a tour of the whole new website. Right now there is what you call your personal feed. You can create there, but I would say. In the first section, which is called Welcome. Okay, and get started, is latest, the latest posts. The latest posts is where everything goes. Just so there's only one place that everybody gets to see, and it's called the latest posts and updates. And you go in there and you can create a post, a question. You can actually also do a little poll. Those are kind of fun sometimes, or or a multiple choice question. Um, and that would be really super helpful too. The other thing you can always do too is search for members that are at the same season you are in or live close to you, and you can direct message each other. We can even form a group in a chat now where you can get together with a few of those moms that are at the same stage and you can have your own little chat with each other. Soon, in about a couple of weeks, we'll be able to do this live streaming and I'll be able to invite you in so that would be another way to ask questions we maybe can do you know some sort of live q a time and you can come on and be able to ask questions in a group so i hope that helped i want to thank you again all of you for coming thank you so much this replay as soon as it's ready will be up in the community i want you to have a beautiful wonderful weekend and enjoy just savor. It goes so fast. And I know like Pamela, who's got her grown children, right? It went fast. (laughs) So please reach out to me anytime. There's the chat. I'd love to hear from you. And just know that I'll be praying for you. I go to adoration every Monday and I take you all with me. And please, every Wednesday we do rosary and we take you with us as well. May God bless you all abundantly. I'm gonna. Keep the chat open for a little bit if you want to chat a bit, and then I'll just turn off my screen. Take care.